poppin' everybody? This is the one and only Queen Regal, and you guys are tuning to the latest episode of Stay Regal Radio. One, two, three, hit it. Regal me, baby. Go ahead, baby. A Regal me, baby. Go ahead, baby. What's poppin', you guys? Dang, I wanted to kick off the month, right? I felt like it was only justified because it's the first of the month. So much has been going on and we are having a full moon. So if you know anything about the moon phases, and I'm not an expert, but if you know anything about it, uh, the full moon is all about releasing that which does not serve you and is not meant to go with you to your next season. Um... So if you've been rocking with your girl for a little minute, you guys understood that the last episode was a little heavy for me. And that's just honestly where I've been. So I don't try to sugarcoat shit. It is what it is. Um, but I realized that I was just focusing on the wrong things. You know, instead of being thankful for this time showing me what I need to deal with, what I need to release, I was just stuck in the, oh my gosh, like I thought I've grown from this. I thought I was past this. Why do I still feel this way? Because nobody wants to feel all the trauma that they already went through in their lives over again. But you do if you want to heal. So I had to be reminded from a lot of different places. So let's go ahead and talk about what the heck I've been doing since my last episode. So that last episode, I was really in the midst of a mental episode. So I was dealing with the racing thoughts. Um, highs, lows, a lot of paranoia, a lot of suspicion, um, and a lot of downing myself. I started going to therapy and in therapy, you know, my, my therapist was like, damn, like you're always very negative. You turn everything like against yourself. And that's not always the case. And she, as I was telling her things, she was like, you know, you've gone through a lot and you're very resilient and she was like, a lot of the times you make even your strength sound, sound like a bad or a negative thing or quality that you hold or you possess. And she was like, you're not even giving yourself credit for what you are doing. So it's been heavy. It's been deep, but it's been, I'm so thankful. And one, let me just say, this is my first time having therapy with a black woman and you guys. Just to say the difference, the last therapist, well, I have the two therapists I've had, one was a white lady, one was a white man, um, a white gay man. So I think that's important to say because I felt like, okay, he can give me a manly perspective maybe, you know, but no, no relatability. And he just felt like, it felt like after a while he thought he was my friend. And then the other therapist, while good, and she helped me uh, realize a lot of things I need to work with initially, she just couldn't relate to me. I totally understand what the hell you're coming from. So shout out to therapyforblackgirls.com. That's where I found my therapist. It has been working out for me. She is amazing. And what I love, what is different from any therapy session that I've ever gone through is that I get homework, actionable items that I can take directly after that session and start implementing into my life, which for me is what I need because Yes, I can talk through it. A lot of it, she was like, you know, you're very self-aware. You know your triggers. You know what it's coming from. She was like, but I need the work. Like, help me get past it, though. So I feel like it's just been super beneficial to me. Um, if you need some therapy, if you're a black girl, black woman, you feel like, dang, you need some therapy, check it out. Um, there's all different type of therapists. There's Christian therapists there. There's holistic and wellness therapists. Um, there's counselors. Um, there's life coaches. So there's a lot of different resources that are available. 
And I know for me, it's been beneficial. It is holding the mirror up to me. As I feel like it's been happening in a lot of my close relationships that a mirror I'm being exposed, ex I don't wanna say exposed cause I don't want it to sound bad, but I am able to see my true reflection. And I'm seeing the things that are deep rooted in who I am and the makeup of how I was raised and what I was programmed to believe I should be, how I should act and what I should do. And just some of the programming that I'm realizing is that it's embedded in me that I guess that I wasn't good enough or that I'm bad, you know? And so I kind of look at everybody through that lens because that's the lens that I've always saw myself through. And so I have no other option but to look at other people that way. Um, not from a child's perspective because early on in life, I will say I was very much a people person. I love people. I believed in people. I just saw the good in people. I just really felt that we just couldn't do any wrong. <laughs> And then as I got older and I started living a little bit, I realized like, ouch, some people are just kind of mean, you know? Some people really are not that good, you know? And not to even say that they're not that good, but everyone's going through their own shit. And that's just the reality. Everyone's going through their own shit. And so life experiences have taught me to pull back from people and to start seeing people for what I believed well, I guess this must be what true people truly are if this is what I keep giving. But taking responsibility for my actions, the things you're doing for these people, the loyalty that you're extending to them, do they actually for it? Do they want it? Do they even know that's what they're getting? Do they even value it the same way that you do? Maybe their value isn't in loyalty. Maybe their value is in something else, you know? So we kind of, I have set myself up for failure in a way is because I put expectations on people and it's like, yo, stop doing that. Just love people for where they at and who they're at right then and there. And that's it. So I'm happy, man. Therapy has really been helping me expose a lot of things. And even today, like I just was like, I guess I had gotten so far from realizing that I have the power to change my mind, my emotions, and my reality. So if I don't like something, all I have to do is think about what I want, think about what I do want, and manifest that. And that's acting, seeing, and believing that it's already done. So, you know, I kept saying, I just want to do this. I wanna be my highest self. I just wanna be healed already but I am already healed. And if I believe that I'm already healed, then so it is, so it is. And I'm so thankful for the beautiful people in my life who remind me of that consistently, whether through talking to me, whether through example, um, or whether just through a phone call, a text message, like y'all, y'all dope and I really appreciate it. So. I knew that where I was, I immediately need to get help. So that's why therapy was super important for me. And I'd actually reached out for therapy, as I mentioned before that, but it was just like, girl, you don't have time to wait. <laughs> like, we gonna find you a therapist today. And honestly, I really feel like, um, I'm gonna say her name, Kimmy, is super dope and she's the right therapist for me. Um, everything happens as it should. Um, so another thing that popped off is, 
And it was so, it was really, really at the perfect time. And I kind of have been looking forward to it, but I'd really forgotten that, oh crap, tomorrow's the 19th. But on the 19th of September, I had a life coaching session with an old coworker and friend, Court, um, for resilience in life. And it was really, really cool at that time. I was in the middle of feeling like I wasn't very resilient in life and that I was letting everything just crumble. And that wasn't true whatsoever. It was totally false, just fear trying to rule me and control me. But through that conversation, she's super dope, you guys. So I will shout her out on my Facebook page. Um, so if you guys need some help, she can, you know, go ahead and help y'all out as well. But for me, she helped me kind of uncover the fact that I always feel like I need to earn the things that I want. And you know, some of you guys might say, well, yeah, you have to work hard. You have to earn it. But I, in terms of my podcast, so that was something that I wanted to do, but I wasn't doing. And I know that it helps me feel better. It makes me feel useful. You know, it ha it makes me feel like I'm walking in my purpose because this is what I feel like is my purpose. So she was like, well, just why haven't you done it? And I'm like, that's a good question. You know, that's what I'm trying to figure out. So I keep asking myself because it's not that I don't have content ready. It's not that I don't have things to talk about. I mean, hell, 2020 have been giving us a run for our money. There's so many things to talk about. Um, and I will, I'm going to pin that because I'm going to come back to, you know, the part that 2020 I feel like is playing into this as well. But she helped me uncover that probably from my childhood I was always told or shown that I had to work or earn the things that I wanted. And to a certain degree, I definitely do believe that you need to work hard to get the things that you want. But sometimes things just flow effortlessly, effortlessly to us. And we don't have to work that hard because they are already ours. Um, they are already meant to be with us. So I think that is something that's important for me to remember and important for me to uncover as well. Nothing like ice water in a glass jar, pickle jar to be exact. But that was something that she helped me uncover and then thinking traps and then sent me worksheets, things that I can do and I can take away. And I thought it was really cool because she's in school, you know, to be a life coach and also with a psycho for psychotherapy, I believe, where like she, oh, psychohypnosis therapy, um, where she can like hypnose people and things like that. Hypnotize, ooh, hypnos hypnotize people <laughs> so yeah so that was a, a real interesting conversation and honestly i just start casting out because from my previous experience with going through my mental wellness i know that isolation can lead to some really deep and dark situations. And so I knew for me, it was detrimental that I reached out to multiple different resources. And also it was crucial to my legacy, to the things that I wanna do in my life. I know that I can't just keep being overwhelmed and keep being confused. Like if you don't know how to do something, have somebody help you. And it's that pride of feeling like I always got to figure it out. I should know this. I, I'm a strong, independent woman. No, sis, you need help. And that's okay. Yes, I am strong. But in the moments, 
there is real strength in knowing when you need to ask for help. And that's what I had to realize. So I was like, mm, let me go get this help. So one of the things that I'm really, really, really excited about, and because I've seen the outcomes of this class, but the Dream Steer Academy with Beverly Brown. Now, both of my older sisters have gone through this academy and I've seen them really tackle life's challenges to really make their dreams come true. And it's been super, super dope. So I knew that this was something that would benefit me and something I needed to be a part of. So there was just some kind of struggles figuring it out. So I live in Phoenix, like North Phoenix, and the class is way in like Chandler or Gilbert, about 45 minutes away from me. I'm not putting my car 45 minutes away because <laughs> I don't have the car that I desire yet, but she's coming. Um, and so my big sister picked me up. She's like, well, I can't do it every time because we just live in way totally different areas. So it's just a huge inconvenience. So anyway, she wanted me to experience it. And y'all, when I said just to be around women who have dreams and are struggling and they understand what each other are going through, it was so powerful. And just to be able to hear their stories and realizing as I was in the midst of hearing it, you know, I'm very emotional about what I've been going through, but I was just feeling the pain. I was feeling the, the desperation of I need help, but also I was feeling the hopefulness, like, oh my gosh, I think I'm exactly where, I know I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And I was feeling that from each of us. And it was very like, I won't say overwhelming, but it was a sense of, gratitude, extreme gratitude for being exactly where I was supposed to be in that moment. So um, Beverly was like, you know what? I know getting here is a struggle for you, but we're going to work it out. Don't worry about it. If you're supposed to be here, it's going to work out. So <sighs> I was like, okay, I already know this is going to work out. And last weekend, my baby's turned 13. So she actually manifested her birthday trip. She went to California. She wanted to go to the beach. And she told me like a little bit after her 12th birthday, like, I want to spend my next birthday. I want to have a pool, like a party at the beach. Like I want my cousins there. I want to have all my family. And of course, due to COVID, like we couldn't have a whole party at the beach. But I rented a car. We drove out. We spent um, all day Saturday in the ocean, y'all. It was so beautiful. And I spent this whole weekend telling my baby, like, you're so powerful. Like, you manifested this. And it was therapeutic for both of us just to get out of this house. We have been in this house, you know, since April. Thankful for it because we didn't have a house last year or before that. But... We needed some time to get away. We needed some time to reconnect. And, you know, it's always a blessing when we go to California because that's where we're both from. So I got my other niece and that's like her favorite cousin, but shh, I probably shouldn't have said that, but it's her favorite cousin. And they got to hang out and y'all, while we in the ocean, catching waves, letting waves slap us around, diving in, just having a blast, dolphins. Dolphins come close. Well, I'm not, y'all. Dolphins are my favorite animal, and they just hold just such intellect and poise and playfulness, and I've always loved them. And when I say it was close, it was like three to six feet away from me. And once I saw them, I was just such awe. I started like dolphins, and I'm like trying to run to them thinking like, girl, calm down, enjoy the moment. Why are you scaring it away? Like they probably would've came closer if you just would've been calm, but 
Y'all know me, y'all. I'm so dramatic and over the top, but I was just like, I just wanted to be closer. And it was so beautiful. And definitely while I was at the beach, I was praying about things, you know, trying to see clarity about how I allow certain situations that happened in my past to control me and how I want to change that and all different types of stuff I was thinking about because the beach is my happy place, right? So I was having fun with my girls. Hannah Squad was real. It was just lit. And I just kept on like, oh, I got to look up the meaning of dolphins. You know, I got to look up the meaning of dolphins. What dolphins represent, you know, is the intellectualness, the playfulness, um, the protectiveness. And then in Greek, in ancient Greek and in ancient Egypt culture, it was saying how dolphins were symbolized as the bringing the dead to heaven. And so, you know, it's a symbolism for the death and the rebirth. And I thought that was just so powerful for where I currently currently am in my journey. I would definitely say that this is a rebirthing. I get caught up in wanting it to be over so quickly because the growing pains, the pain of healing, of constantly having that mirror up against your face, like this is what you got going on. This is what you need to heal. This is what happened to you. And it's just like, I know, been trying to forget, get back out my damn face. Like I don't want to deal with that. But you must, you must. I am standing in my own way if I don't deal. And so that brings me to my next, you know, my next topic is while being in California, I got to see my soulmate. I got to see my bestie. And they are just like, damn, sis, like you're out here doing it. You're killing the game. Like, we're so proud of you to see how far you come. Like, you're a whole mom. You out here dancing, you out here modeling. Like, and they just gassing me up. Like, you are fucking phenomenal. And it sucks when you're like, well, how come I don't feel that way, you know? And it's like, because you're so focused on what you want to do, what you feel like you need to do, that I hadn't even looked around and realized that everything that I had manifested prior to this happening was exactly where the hell I was. So I wasn't practicing and being intentional about my gratitude. And I already know, gratitude is the attitude. That's how you stay focused. That's how you stay in alignment. Staying grateful for what you are, where you are, and what you're doing. And, you know, and I call it, I was just thinking about talking to my um, soulmate and I came up with moon motivation. She was just motivating me, letting me know like, yeah, like you are, you know, you are doing what you're supposed to do. And sometimes we get to this these places where we feel like, okay, I got it. I got it. I got to this place. Now I'm good. Like I, I, I'm an expert now. I got this, you know? And then you get hit with the challenges at that level. And you're like, oh my gosh, wait. Because we have to be consistent with what works. And then learn new things that are going to only work at this level. Um, and so I was reminded, not only then when I was in California, but yesterday, speaking to her, like, I need to sit and journal all my accomplishments because she was like, obviously you don't know how fucking amazing you are. And I was just like, I do. I just needed that reminder, you know? And sometimes that's why it's important that, no, that is why it's important to have your tribe. And in therapy, 
one of the things I kept saying. So I'm so codependent. Like, I always feel like I got to reach out to people and I don't want to have to reach out to people. Like, I just want to do something on. She was like, but if you're a social being, if you're a social person and that's how you function, why are you beating yourself up about it? She's like, the fact that you work well with people is a strength. And she was like, people seem to get love and light from you when you get love and light from people. So why are you beating yourself up about that? And I was like, no, I don't know. So I literally had just been so emotional and crying, but it's helping me realize some things. I don't have to do this on my own. You know, when you hear the term, it takes a village, we automatically, automatically assume that it was in the reference of like raising a child, you know, but in staying sane, you know, being a black woman in this world and in 2020, you need your tribe because they see you. And sometimes when we are running from that mirror, and we don't want to look, they're able to stop us and say, no, sis, look at you. You're bomb. You're dope. And yes, you're feeling all that you're feeling right now, but you're still getting your ass up every single day and doing what you're supposed to be doing. Stop downing yourself. And I know for me, I've been so grateful for that. Like my big sister, my soulmate, my woman, Everybody that's been pouring into me and being super supportive, like, I really, really, really love you guys so much. And you guys reminded me that I am exactly where I need to be and that this version of me in my mess, healing, changing, growing, having those growing pains is more than enough. And she's still beautiful. I love y'all so, so much. And just getting into all of that that I've been feeling. And then we have everything on a global standpoint. And how do I not feel connected to my kinfolk, um, my ancestors, people who look like me continuously still being beaten, murdered, injustices you know the fact that brianna taylor was murdered in march in september we have a trial finally we think justice is being served only to find out that the one officer was arrested for the bullets that did not hit our beautiful black queen Not only is it an, ins an insult to us, her family, her loved ones, it's disgusting that y'all again tell us that our lives don't mean anything to you, this country, and that some drywall that a motherfucker can go get from Home Depot is more important than her black life, our black lives. It is a total clusterfuck, if you will, um, to be grieving every other day from seeing somebody that could be you. The only difference <laughs> between me and Brianna Taylor is that the cops were just at her complex and not mine. You know what I'm saying? And they were at the wrong complex. Like, so they really could have been anywhere else in any black woman in her own home 
could have been killed in the cover up to hide y'all mess ups. Like, and then the presidential debate. Y'all, honestly, I really have been considering like a detox from social media because talking to my best friend yesterday, like I really did wake up good yesterday. Yesterday I woke up, I, you know, had a good conversation with a really close friend. I meditated. I got started at work, got me an enrollment. I'm trying to push other students through. And then I just start feeling icky and sad and down. And it's like, what happened? And she was like, it's probably from social media. She was like, what are you doing? This girl, I was like, I do. Because my job, I'm just dialing a lot of people. So I'm dialing out and I'll be watching stuff on my phone, scrolling. You know, y'all know how it is. And yeah, the presidential debate, this and how, we're, the anger, the, the just <sighs> stand back and stand by. <sighs> That's a whole nother topic, y'all. I just, to unpack this campaign, that's not what this episode is about. That's just not what this episode is about. So I'm going to move on right along. If you need help, if you know that you're somewhere that you don't like, get the help that you need. Never feel like you're too far along to go back and learn a lesson again. Because honestly... Sometimes we have to learn lessons again. You know, I'm realizing that maybe some of the trauma and the pain from my childhood that I thought I was over with, I'm not, you know? And then also too that not only is there trauma in my childhood, but my adult life has a lot of trauma as well. And so in order to love myself properly and love those that I love dearly properly, I gotta start unpacking that and I have to feel that pain and I have to grow through it. But you know what? I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So I have also been taking heed to like, yo, your environment is the main thing. So none of my other videos have a little backdrop in it, but this is really cool. I had it in a different place in my room. I moved it over here. The feng shui in my room feel better. I put some affirmations up on my wall. My space is all nice and clean. I make my bed every day. I'm making the small steps. Oh, and I had to also take my, um, I had plain dream boards or vision boards up on my wall. And I kept giving myself anxiety because I hadn't completed my vision boards for my businesses. And in this Dreamster Academy, and they were like, take the boards off the wall. By the end of this class, you're going to have your dream and you're going to know exactly what you need to do. And then you can create your vision board for it. So I was like, all right, bet. I'm going to do it. And I did. And I do feel better. I do feel better. So for me, I had to learn to stop being so hard on myself. Um, you know you got this. And I know I got this. I know I'm not going to ever allow myself to to fold and give up on myself. So I'm going to keep going and uh, keep pushing and do the things that I need to do. So with that being said, giving myself grace, giving myself love. And today it is all about loving on myself and figuring out what I'm going to release under this full moon. So I hope that you guys are well. I hope that you guys are loving yourself. Hope that you're being gentle with yourself because this is new. Growth is new, you know, 
us really trying to heal and be our best selves, a lot of generations before us never did this. So be gentle with yourself. I have not been and I've been wrapping myself up. So today I'm being gentle with Regal and I hope that you're doing the same. So with that being said, y'all, I want y'all to stay true. Do you be fearless, peace and blessings. Peace.